Uh, hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Unsolicited Advice. I am your host, uh, David Zaffer. I have our other host here. Brittany Herzbrand. And we have a guest today. My name is Dante Cordova. Hey, Dante. How you doing, man? Good. How are you guys doing? Good. I, mm-hmm. I, I was happy. I was, uh, I was trying to figure out... I'm trying to mix up the guests here. And I've had a lot of different like improvisers and poets and stuff recently. Yeah. But okay. I was trying to like scroll through my memory banks to see what stand-up comedians I still liked. And he <laughs> likes very few. <laughs> very few of them. <laughs> I think only the only few guys that are like around from our time. Well, that's part of it for sure. Yeah. But, you know, since I kind of was left the scene a little bit, I'm sure maybe there's lots of cool guys... That are around now that I just haven't no, gotten to know. <laughs> Do they? Okay, good enough. No, no, that's some cool. It's validating. Right. <laughs> Every time I had a suggestion, he was like, "No." You suggested okay. I, I, the, if I said no, it's because you suggest the same people constantly. I suggested a new person, and you said no. Ooh, but then, Ooh. did you agree with me after I gave you my explanation? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. What happened? Can we say it? Nah, I don't want to get into it. Ooh, okay. It's not that kind of podcast. This is that would have been a conversation for my previous podcast. Can you edit that out? But yeah. we're, we're not that kind of podcast anymore. We just thought this person wouldn't give constructive advice. Yeah. Maybe. I feel like maybe we needed somebody that was like... Me? <laughs> level-headed? No. Yeah, <laughs> not sure. to put pressure I, uh, on My you. life's going great. <laughs> I feel like it is. You look good. Thanks, man. Your hair's great. Thanks. It's not really going good, my life. Oh, but, it's not? I know, it's all right. But you're a very pleasant person regardless. Okay. I think you could give good advice. You do th- you think you I give think it? I can. Even though my okay. life sucks, I could be, don't do what I did. That's how I approach it. <laughs> what, why does your life suck right now? That's all right. Just, just normal stuff. Okay. You don't have about, to talk like, about the everyday yeah, stuff. Yeah, this is not the Edit That Out podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not to cry. If it was, we could. Oh, yeah. Did we ever do? We didn't do that one, huh? No. Oh, man. Sad. That's too bad. You think you would have cried? Probably. I cry a lot. <laughs> I, cry a lot. Cool. I get into it. Damn, I feel bad that, I just, that we're not doing that one yeah. anymore then. Only the people I'm close with. I mean, or if you're like a really touching commercial, I'll just break down. Oh, it, I don't watch commercials anymore. Would a touching, touching commercial be like a commercial that's because I have a guy friend who cries at commercials, but they have to be like inspirational, like a sports. So he doesn't even like sports, but like somebody mm-hmm. overcoming the odds or something like that. Yeah, that one. Or sometimes I'll just be like driving through my neighborhood and I'll see like little kids like ha- happy. I'm like, <laughs> so yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, just like like a dad smiling. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. That, I do get emotional sometimes when the kids have, like, a certain TV show on. Yeah. Um, just, like, the, the simplistic nature of being a kid and just feeling like everything's going to be okay makes me so fucking sad. <laughs> yeah. I'm just so happy with, like, the, the shittiest stuff. <laughs> Especially around cool. Christmas, it's very sad. Because I remember how that felt when I was a kid, and it was so Ooh, special. God, that seasonal depression is so good. I think I feel better now that the sun's out. Yeah. But, like, winter, that's so bad. Oh. Yeah, it's just, like, it's not... Nothing lives up to that Christmas as a kid. No, something about the nostalgia just makes me depressed yeah. now. Even, like, if you could afford whatever you wanted, buying it wouldn't feel the same. No. As, like, getting it and, like, expecting it. Or like yeah. It, you know what I mean? Well, because it's different because you're, like, getting, like, very specific things from people that love you. And yeah. <laughs> it's really hard to but replicate on Christmas, that. I'll, like, I'll, like, I'll treat myself and I get something. I'm like, well, it's not fucking It's wrapped. never the same thing. And I didn't know... You know, I knew I was getting it. Yeah, I don't even care about presents anymore, and that's also sad. That is that a little is depressing. Sad. Yeah, because there's not even as much shit that I want. Yeah, because it's like, it's like you make a list of specific things you want, and people buy you things off of it. That's not exciting. No, I want not. somebody, if you're going to get me a gift, I don't care. You don't have to, but like, I would rather it not be something I specifically wrote down that I wanted. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> right, well, do you have advice that you really like and or other type of thing that you like to live your life by? Or conversely, do you have advice that you hate and you think people should stop saying? 
Okay, I, uh, one thing I think about a lot is from my community college professor, my communications professor. He would say, um, if you can't be on time, be early. Ew. And that just like rocked my world. Hmm, like think about it, because like you're always thinking like, oh, I don't want to get there early. Like why not? You can't just stand around for a few minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Really he was gonna get there on time. Like I mean, today I made here, made here exactly on time. <laughs> but usually I'm like, you're early. I, I go to like shows. I try to get there like early, just because yeah. I'd rather not stress out. That's great. Like, to be ready for me because I am late most everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So don't try to make it on time. Just try to be there early. Like. It starts at 7. Like, I'm going to be there at 6.45. And, and that's a thing that you only started doing after your professor told you about it? Yeah. I mean, I always try to be on time for shows just because, like, you don't know if it's going to start right on time or, like, late. Right. But it's just, it's just an interesting way to just think about things. Just, like, you're trying to be on time. You're not trying to be early. Right. If you try to make it there early, you'll be there early. And then you'll <laughs> be on time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't, it's or if you about. leave early, then you might end up getting there on time because of delays or maybe there's traffic or something like that. Exactly. Traffic, something happens. Yeah. Yeah, that's my thing. Something's always going to happen. I like, feel like if I'm within 10 minutes late that I am on time. <laughs> yeah? Is that not right? I feel the same way, but I feel like it doesn't get me in trouble sometimes. Like today, I thought I allotted myself enough time to get here on time, but because traffic was so fucking terrible, yeah. I ended up getting here a lot later than I was expecting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Had I tried to be here early, that might have made me on time. Mm-hmm. But I fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like my whole life is like that. Yeah. My whole life, I'm like behind schedule. <laughs> so now I'm just like, all right, now I have to get things like on time. Like it feels good to be like ready and have like everything together. For sure. That feels really good. It yeah. does. It, I mean, my boss would really like that advice. I'm <laughs> late every day. Of course, a boss yeah. would. Yeah, yeah. They would love that kind of shit. He's but. like, oh, now you live so close to work, you're going to be on time every day. And I was like, don't. Uh. Dude, that fucks you up. In high school, I lived right next door to my high school, and I was always late. We had, like, bells. It was, like, a five-minute bell and, like, a three-minute bell. And you hear the three-minute bell. I'm like, oh, I can make it. Oh, and then that I'd be late. Yeah. That's too close. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's bad. Too close. I feel like it's almost going to be worse. Yeah, I live, like, five yeah. minutes from work now, and I think that I'm going to be like, oh, I have all the time in the world. Yeah, if you're really far away, you're like, oh, I'm going to plan for, like, some traffic or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, But if exactly. you're, like, right next door, like, oh, what could happen? Yeah, for sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, since I have to drive so far to get to most of the things down here in San Diego and I live in Vista, yeah. I do have a tendency to get here on time or early here. But, yeah, yeah. like, anything else that I have going on locally, I'm almost yeah. always going to be extremely late. Yeah, it's too easy to do. Yeah. Do you think it's incredibly rude to be late? Because I feel like it's just uh, most of my friends are not on-time people, so I think that none yeah. of us really care, but I think there's still a lot of people out there that consider that to be... I feel like everyone's late. I feel like everyone, like most people are. I know a lot of people that aren't. Really? really? Yeah. But, that, and I guess you have, I think it depends on the person. Like some people obviously don't care, mm-hmm. but the people that do, I guess you have to be conscious of that because then it could be kind of, they definitely don't like it, and if you make it a habit to be late around them, then it's going to be an issue. But for everybody else, I guess it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I just love being on time, being <laughs> ready. It feels good. But yeah, what do you do? Okay, so you're, let's say you're, let's pretend you're, you're me. You're yeah. co-hosting a podcast with Brittany, mm-hmm. and you're always showing up earlier on time, and she's always showing up late. <laughs> I don't think I always show up yeah. late to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you can do the thing where you like you set an earlier time, knowing that person's gonna be late. Oh, I do so that. To, I have to do that to my mom. We always tell her everything is um, like an hour earlier than it is. Really? Yes, that's definitely where I get it from. Growing up, I don't think she's been on time. She missed my middle school graduation because she was late. What? Yeah. You never forget about that. I know I didn't forget <laughs> because I walked across 
and they said Britney Herzbrand, and nobody fucking cheered no for clapped? me. No, because my family wasn't oh, there. No. And then they were late, and like this is the kind of she just makes a lot of excuses for her late behavior. So she was yeah. like, "We went to buy you balloons," and I was like. I don't remember the balloons. I remember that nobody yeah, cheered for me. What I, so if you're running late, why do you go to the store? It makes no oh sense. God, but yeah, I definitely got that from her. But we have to tell her an hour early because she's that late to things. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty yeah. bad. Yeah. It depends. If I want to be on time, I can. But if it's something I don't care about, I'll yeah. be late. Well, what do you think? Why, why do you think that's a thing that you value? Like, what was it about that specific advice that you're like, oh, this is a good way to live your life is to be uh, on time or early to things. Uh, I just like the way he said it. I don't know. Yeah. It's just like, it's just a different way to say but it. But it resonated, obviously. It's like a life philosophy Yeah, I think about it all the time. I say it to people too when they're like late. It's like, if you can't be on time, be early. Do you think he could have said anything so matter-of-factly and you would have been like, oh, fuck like, yeah. yeah. So it was, more, it was more about the professor than it was about... About the actual Maybe. Advice. He had like a man bun. <laughs> He's like a cool guy. The confidence of it. Yeah. Did he say anything else that was uh, enlightening to you? Oh, yeah. Uh, don't plagiarize because <laughs> I got caught plagiarizing. My what? Essay. Why? <laughs> I was just bad at school. That was, that was the last class I ever took, too. Yeah. It was just because you're supposed to write a five-page thing that could be answered in, like, one page, yeah. maybe. So I was just, like, you know, like... Taking stuff, putting it in my own words, but my words aren't that different. So mm-hmm. I don't understand how something like that is productive. Why are it's you going to make somebody write a certain amount just to make them write a certain amount? It like, only gets worse, I think, too, at a higher education. Yeah. yeah. It just wasn't for me, man. Fuck. What did he teach? <laughs> Communications. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So the speeches were easy. If we just did a bunch of speeches, that would have been cool. But, but there was a lot of writing that went involved. Right. Yeah. In high school, I could just like finesse that shit so easily. Oh, yeah. Because I did course. comedy. Well, I didn't do comedy then, but I was like doing improv and stuff. I was like, yeah. oh, this is so easy. I could just pretend like, like I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Just yes to Anne. Yes to Anne, this whole thing. <laughs> that is all of school. I would always raise my hand and not really know what I was going to say until I was called on and then something would happen. Really? Not You're confident. Bad. What do you do now? Sales. See? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and that is yes and yeah, Just bullshit. Everything. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, basically. Wow. I feel like somebody could, you, anybody could ask you anything about anything and you can kind of make something up or no. I, mean, I feel like there are, there's people that we out there in the world that can just kind of bullshit their way through anything, it seems like. I feel like the president's like the perfect example. I don't want to talk about him. Yeah, dude, he's like a so smooth hacked. talker. He's, it's so hacked to talk about Trump, but literally he, anything, he, does, it really he is. constantly talks without saying anything. It's crazy. It's so hacked to talk about Trump, but then now in some way he's just kind of getting away with shit. How much time does he have? He's almost up, right? He's well. He's on his first term. Is I mean, it's not almost up. Yeah. It's just elections take so long. Yeah, because yeah. now he can't really shock. <laughs> we're us, so gearing like... up for. I mean, we're gearing up for twenty twenty, which is still a while away. So we still got a little bit of time. God, that was fast. So, is anyone ask you guys what's your advice that you've gotten? Uh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. We don't usually have that mm-hmm. active of guests, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. The funny thing is every time I'm like, oh, I would not have an answer to this question. So I'm so glad we don't have to answer it. <laughs> well, actually, no, I sent Brittany uh, <laughs> some inspirational quote recently oh, that, yes, I, he did. that I really, really like. Oh, is it Gary Vee? No. What is that? You know who Gary Vee is? Uh-uh. He's like a social media guy. Well, he talks about social media a lot because social media is big right now. But he's like, you got to respond to all your followers. You got to post something and then engage with all those people right now. 
Oh, I don't know. He's really, he cusses a lot. That's I don't what think we have. Cool. I don't think we have enough people to be like engaging with our audience. I would love to engage every single person that reached out to <laughs> us. But I, yeah, I think you should really. Technically, I do, few. but there's so few, <laughs> yeah. and a lot of them are my friends. So I, I do engage with them, but uh, unfortunately, that uh, it doesn't venture off besides like very far beyond that. But I saw this quote recently that said, uh, so it says, Michael Myers taught me a valuable life lesson. And we're talking about the serial killer. Oh yeah. I was, not I was not like, Austin the comedian Powers? from Austin Powers. Yeah. No, the guy from Halloween. <laughs> uh, he's got many sequels, uh, uh, Halloween related. Uh, don't worry about how fast everyone is moving around you. If you're determined, just move at your own pace and you'll kill sh- uh, you'll kill shit every time. <laughs> 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 oh, okay, I get it. Yeah, because yeah. he just walks through shit. He's yeah, kind of just like you know, they all the other people are kind of like running off, and they end up falling, and you catch up. You just kind of do it at your own time. And I feel like that's a thing I used to tell myself a lot when I was failing constantly at stand up, and then finally decided to just stop doing it. <laughs> so yeah. maybe it's not the most applicable advice, but definitely the mentality yeah. to not be worried about everybody else's pace. I think that's kind of like pretty solid advice. Yeah, I think so. You see your friends kind of doing cool stuff and getting stuff, but if you keep with it, it'll it'll kind of happen to you. Or something. And then, yeah, you don't want to get stuff before you're ready, even. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Or like, you hate to get like, booked on a show that I'm not ready for. Does that happen to you? No. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I will say about Raul? That guy can grind because he's worked at Madhouse for a long time and, like, seen so many generations of people come and go. And he has patience, for sure. Yeah, he's been there for a long time. He's yeah. steady. He's like a Michael Myers. He just kind of, like, goes he at does. his own pace. Yeah. And he just, like... <laughs> Is that a fat joke? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course not. I would never say that about Roel. I wouldn't body shame Roel. No, you wouldn't. I might shame him in different ways. Yeah. yeah. But he just keeps... And he does comedy, like, every night. It's admirable, I think. Every night. Yeah. Yeah. No, I couldn't be that way anymore. Dude, fuck that. I want to go every night. You want to... You don't? No. Oh, it's yeah. stressful. I don't want... Yeah, me neither. Mm-hmm. Once a month. You don't do comedy anymore, <laughs> dude. I do stand-up still every once in a while. Yeah? Yeah, I did, I, I did a, sh- a big show in Oceanside last month. Do you guys still get nervous? Yeah. It really depends on what show I'm on. For the most part, no. More, more before I walk on stage. Same. Like, when I'm, wa- when I'm standing in the back and I see someone on stage, I'm like, man, they're the only voice in the room right now. It's kind of freaky, like, freaky to think about. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine my voice being amplified like that. I, I For some reason, like, I just, so like, weird. it depends on who's watching and who's there. Mm-hmm. Like, if there are certain people that I, I, I'm like, this is the first time this person is seeing me, and I want to make a good impression because I don't want them to think yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because we had some LA guys come down last week, and it totally, like, messed up my, my rhythm. Yeah, so I just, I yeah. I think I'm good. Certain peers, for sure, I'll get nervous about stuff like that. Or if I have, like, like, yeah, friends or other people that I just want, I want them to think I'm good so they, it doesn't seem like I'm just wasting my time constantly. Yeah. Oh, dude, Bill Cosby had a thing like that before the thing, you know? Oh, okay. dude, that sucked about Bill Cosby because he gave, he had, like, a Comedy Central, like, um, they did this whole thing, like, Remember the Life of Bill Cosby, and he was just dropping knowledge the whole time. Okay. It was so great. Do you remember some good Bill Cosby and then, quotes? And then next year, next year <laughs> that thing came out. I was like, fuck, yeah. no, this was so inspirational. Okay. He had, like, a, like a, some big show, like a late night thing, right before his late night show, his first time, and he went up, and he just bombed. He was so nervous. And then the guy took him aside, and whoever booked it, and was like, don't let you get in the way of you. Like, you know, like, you're fucking this up, like, yourself, you yeah. know? Like, you're getting in the way of yourself. And I just, I'm messing it up the way he said it, but. No, but that makes sense, though. It's definitely like, like, why we sabotage the thing? The thing that made you fuck up was the fact that you're nervous. Yeah. So if you can't, don't be nervous, you'll be fine. Like, or easier said than done. Or something else. Something yeah. usually, yeah. There's mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that you get in the way of yourself constantly. I can, 
Totally yeah, it's like, how about I don't that. get nervous and fuck this up? Then I get nervous and I'm yeah. like, wow, if I was just not nervous. secure and then be like, oh, yeah. I'm not good enough for this shit or whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I was um, taking an acting class for a while and then all of a sudden, I don't know what the fuck happened. I don't know if it's because I was fasting one day a week, so I just wasn't eating at all one day a week. Well, you took one day off of eating a week? Yeah. What it, is this? What uh, is that called? It, I don't know what it was called. It was fasting? called me not, I don't think it was intermittent fasting even. It was just me being really unhealthy. And that happened to be the day that I would have my acting class. And it was like a year after I had started taking the class. I wasn't even really nervous anymore. But I, uh, yeah. all of the scenes that we did would just be us sitting across from each other, staring each other directly into our eyes as we did the scene. Yeah. So we never really broke eye contact. And That's hard. Yeah. Well, it was fine. But then all of a sudden, one day, my face started twitching super crazy. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was because I wasn't eating or what it was. <laughs> but now, even ever since then, it's happened to me a couple times. And now, every time I get nervous about anything, I'm terrified that it's going to happen. So it makes me more nervous. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's more likely that it's going to happen. And it, like I need to get that out of my brain. And I don't know how. But it hasn't happened since? Um, It happened... The funny thing was, it was like a scene from the notebook that we were doing. And my, <laughs> <laughs> my mm. acting um, teacher was like, oh, wow, it was so impressive. You were trying to cry or like you were trying <laughs> to hold back that you were crying and yeah. your whole face was. Tr- and I was like, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it happened again. Oh, dur- method actor. <laughs> yeah. It happened again during that class. And then it happened to me one time. At a comedy show, actually, at ACC, but it was after, and uh, we it was Norm MacDonald, and we waited in line to meet him, and then we were posing for a picture, yeah. and I was smiling, and it kind of started to happen then, where mm-hmm. my face started twitching a little bit, and I was like, holy fuck, dude. And it always makes me panic a little, because it's really obvious, and I don't know why. What part of the face is it? It's like my cheek. Like, I don't know how to... Is it obvious, like, people have commented on it, or is it obvious to you? Oh, it was so obvious during the scene, especially, because we're staring directly at each other. So, yeah. (laughs) And he was just kind of like, what? I'm powerful. I'm an actor. Yeah. (laughs) And the shitty thing was, I had a crush on that guy, too. So I was just like, no. And then eye contact? Yeah. Eye contact's a lot for me. It's rough. I can't handle it. It's hard, yeah. Doing it now, but this is is a lot. I know. Now that we're even talking about the fact that we're making eye contact, I need to, like, (laughs) look away. I do very minimal eye contact with people it's yeah. yeah oh but if I'm into someone and we're like dating like that's so hot because I'm so afraid of it with everyone else but when I do just lock in I'm like I don't know Ooh. that would be like the least likely situation that I would make a lot of eye contact well, with when, you know, when you're with someone that like you love or like you're like you're dating maybe no, I don't you would look at a person you love I don't know oh my god someone <laughs> write Brittany we need to find, give her some advice yeah. maybe we, I we could do, do that more advice. maybe that would show people more that I like them maybe I don't know <laughs> I've heard that I'm a hard person to like. Who told you that? My ex. (laughs) So no, not my ex, but somebody who liked me. (laughs) You're a hard person to like. Like, I I like you, and this is a lot. This is uh, (laughs) I think what they meant was not that it was difficult to like me, but just more because of how I am. Like I don't really like affection, or I'm always yeah, or I'm kind of like. People say romantic, cute things, and I'm like, oh, that's gross. So I think more in yeah. that aspect, like yeah. they didn't know how to show me that they liked me because. How I, would you like to be shown? That, that is hard too. Because <laughs> I've, I've been with people like that, and I give them like, a compliment, yeah. and they're just like, oh, corny, and I'm like, oh, I know it's corny, but it's like, t- yeah, this is how we express our love. I if people t- compliment me, I don't mind. But we were pretty good friends, so he would hear me talk a lot about 
other situations and other yeah. people and things like that. So he knew how I felt about things. So mm. it wasn't so much necessarily directed towards him. Yeah. It was just like, he's like, oh shit. I don't, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it sounded worse the way you said it initially. Well, <laughs> I mean, like, that was what he said <laughs> verbatim. I know, but it just but sounds bad. It sounds like a mean thing to say to somebody. Oh, I didn't take it like that. I, I was, definitely, no, yeah. I was like, I, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're a sensitive guy. I know, yeah. I was <laughs> like, I get it. Yeah. yeah I don't know. Uh, I mean, once I really like somebody, it's I'm easier. fine being affectionate with them. Yeah, I think so. Even like those little corny, cheesy things. Yeah, but it's okay. not something that I really like desire from somebody I'm just sort of dating or somebody I like start. I don't know. It takes a bit. Yeah. How that. do you build up to that? Do you just gotta have, take the? You just have to take the lead and let them follow, or what's the? <laughs> I I it, it's so hard to say. But we were talking <laughs> about on the review review. Somebody was talking about the boyfriend pillow. Oh, is this a, a big-ass pillow? It's a big pillow a shaped like a... I don't think it has a dick on it, but the female one has boobs for sure, but it's... Necessary. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, oh, my God. You ever lay between boobs and be like, man, I'm fucked oh, I up. I love them. Like, yeah, <laughs> it feels no. so good. Putting your face in boobs and just is safe, so nice. It's safe. What if they're sweaty? I don't care. Oh, if I, my face a dirty tit is a bit... Oh, uh, dude. dude. <laughs> I love putting my face on boobs. It doesn't matter. Sweaty boob. Yeah, it doesn't matter. As long as they're there, it's just like it's like a kind of uh, softness that's difficult to replicate. Yeah, I do. I can see that. That's so true. Where else can you find something like that? I don't know if I've that, ever like, felt that like low resistance. Yes, I don't think I've felt boob soft before anywhere else. You're right. No, there's nothing like it. Yeah, mm. yeah, it's very unique unto boob itself. Boob soft. Boob soft. <laughs> that's great. How soft <laughs> is it? Is it boob soft? Yeah. <laughs> that's how soft I want everything to be is boob soft. But yeah, we that's were great. talking about um, cuddling and if you would buy one or they're professional cuddlers. And I was like, I think that I could not like hug somebody the rest of my life. And I think I would be but fine. No way. We, Dude. T- we talked about I when almost, we were oh my God. When we were doing our second movie. We talked about your, uh, your desire to just want to cuddle somebody sometimes. No, no, no. Yes. But I'm so into that. Okay, but that is like a comp- that's I don't know how to explain this. You're difficult to understand. But that is a certain a there's there are certain people that I have a certain level of attraction to that is very minimal and it's not sexual at I all. I know exactly what you mean. But and it's they, not like a desire, though it's just like a thing that's like this is the most I'm willing to do with this person. Yeah. Oh, okay. And but it's not even that I like I mean it's just I I think I've had that happen Dude, to me platonic twice. Cl- cuddles. I'm like this should be a dating app cuz like I'm so be. a fan of that platonic cuddles. Just like, yeah. Cause, I I, cause a lot of my close friends will be women just cause like this, is how I've yeah, always grown up. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, I like women too, but I've had friends who I'm just like, not even attracted to you like that, but we'll just cuddle as if I'm like their close gay friend. And it's just so perfect. That sounds great. It's like, you know, <laughs> it's like with sex, it could get messy trying to do it like platonically. Like, Oh, we're just friends. Yeah. But a cuddle. It's like, get in, you get out. <laughs> There's no, There's no strings attached. Like, you know, it's fine. <laughs> You can't get some feelings, but it's like nothing's touched. Yeah, no, I used to be like that with my friends too when I was in high school. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like I have gay friends who are dudes (laughs) and we'll cuddle and it's just as good. Really? Yeah, and I'm like not gay at all. I'm just like, dude, this cuddle's great. I've never cuddled my female friends. Ever. Really? Yeah. I feel like women could do that more often. I, I feel like do. I'm, not, I, not, yeah. I'm so jealous of. Yeah. I don't think I'm comfortable enough with any guys to do that. But no. Yeah. But my gay friend, they have like that affection of like a woman. Yeah, it might be I different. Feel. Yeah, it might be different. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, I, yeah. It, and it I feel like to, they enjoy cuddling with me. It's but. something that I probably wouldn't seek out because I'm like really uncomfortable with stuff like that. But I am definitely a recipient. Like. I don't dislike hugging people, but I will only hug somebody if they offer first. True. <laughs> I'm the same. Like, I don't make people uncomfortable. 
So I don't like hug people who I don't know. Oh, okay. Or if I do hug a, a girl that I don't know, I do so far away from the body. Just, <laughs> just arms. I'm not grazing anything, yeah. you know? Just to be safe. Just so That's she's great. safe, I'm safe. And like, you I know, feel like more cool. people should be like that. People should aspire to be like Dante. Yeah. So many creepy dudes out really? there. Really? Oh, yeah. <sighs> that bugs me, man. I know. I've been hearing so many stories from like friends and like my sisters and stuff like that. And just like... Why? Why? I, I just can't imagine. And don't you get that too? These ugliest dudes have the weirdest confidence yeah. to just do that. Like I'm like weird hitting on someone. And yeah. the, the dudes at a bar just like grabbing lower ass, yeah, that's the lower not... back. I'm like, how do you do that? Yeah. It's just confidence. Or how do you Gross. feel? How are you okay just making somebody obviously uncomfortable? Like you don't read any like that is weird. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. What do you think your discomfort with uh, being cuddled is? Oh, I don't have a discomfort with it. I'm just saying like. I, I have difficulty being the person to like initiate, initiate that, I guess. I don't know. It's just, yeah, I don't know. Any kind of affection or any kind of thing like that. I just, for some reason, I feel yeah, I had girls fuck to... me before. Because <laughs> 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 I'm so just like, I do, I do like step by step. I'm like, all right, elbow to elbow. Yeah. Full arm, hand, shoulder, and slowly get closer. Yeah, I until know. Until she's just like, could you just like hook up with me, please? <laughs> <laughs> just like so slow. No, that's that's yeah, that's that makes. You sense. seen like, you ever had a girl just like grab your hand and just like put it on her ass? It seems like that would happen to you because it's happened. Yeah, to me, I've had that happen. Where I'm just before. like brushing like all around her whole boob. Like I'm not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> this is still first base or whatever. <laughs> She's just like you can touch my boob. I'm like, okay, I didn't want to go for it. Yet. That is so funny. <laughs> but it's I, it's difficult because that seems like a nice gesture, but also like some people don't like that though. They'd probably be it's like, a tricky street because yeah. like some girls like they want you really to just want go to be like it. like a yeah. masculine like confidence, mm-hmm. and that's like not me at all. Yeah. So that like will piss some people off for sure. At the same time, you go in too hot and they don't want it, then you're just. But that's my biggest fear just being shot down. But yeah, and that's the thing that sucks is if you go in too hot and then it's like unpleasant or like yeah, yeah just like, just so like it, that's yeah. that's that feels like so gross yeah. to be. So I'm usually fine just chilling. Like if a woman wants to fuck you, like she'll it'll go, <laughs> it'll go down that direction. Yeah. It takes a while, but if it gets to a point she'll can't handle it, she'll be like yo, it's <laughs> happening. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I've had to tell people who were talking like talking too much. I'm like, can we just make out now? Like, I don't understand <laughs> yeah. why we're still having a conversation. <laughs> I've done that when the conversation <laughs> reaches like a natural end and you're like, this is the make out point, but like... You'll still wait? Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. Just like being nervous. Just like, oh, this lamp is cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> like ah, I had an end. Like, I should have stopped at the, the base. Why did I go to the lamp? You just made another sentence and now the yeah, conversation like, oh. has to be awkward for more time. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's so, oh, man. I'm feeling uncomfortable now thinking about it. That is the worst. I know. I'm all stressed out. I know. Well, I, I'm going to get a little sweaty and it's oh, don't yeah. think it's the apartment. I know yeah. some people think that that part is fun. But I don't think that's fun at all. What's I, fun? That, that initial like awkwardness. Oh, yeah. I, 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 and I get it, but yeah. I kind of think it is. It's kind of like the best part, I think. I think, I guess. It is kind of exciting. Like, oh. I it's like, is like, it going like, to happen? Like, like, like is this going to, oh, gonna... and then it happens. And it's like, oh, there's like an almost release of tension that's. Yeah. That's really, yeah, that's yeah, almost better than. The actual real awkwardness of that happening, if it lingers for too long, is really painful. If it, it doesn't go anywhere, yeah, oh, that's, yeah. Oof, that's rough. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a different situation. And then you're like, how do I say bye when you say bye? And it's just oh, so yeah, bad. That's, ooh. that's a really oh, bad man, one. I'm out. When you say bye to someone and you're not sure. <laughs> where, <laughs> what do you where, mean? Where you're, where, where, like what level you guys are at. Uh huh. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Are you kissing or do you? Yeah. So do it. What are like? Yeah. That's um. Mm-hmm. That's always really nerve wracking. Yeah. First I've never date. done. I've never done a kiss good night. You know, remember like in the '90s or the movies, it'd be like a kiss good night. Yeah. If I'm kissing, like it's more kissing, because at the in the in the movie, it's like a date, and then the first kiss, kiss and then you're gone. Is the first kiss, yeah. and then you're out. 
I, we, my so first we, kiss is always first kiss, and then we're hanging out some more. Not just for like sure. the last one. We we did that for uh, for our short film. Oh yeah, and yeah. that in in the opening scene is just full awkward. It is. It's and painful. I fucking love it. Yeah, it's, it's very so real. great. Like I. I'm not usually like proud of things that I do. <laughs> like yeah. I don't really like like my comedy or like I anything really. But yeah. I'm really proud of that opening scene of that movie where it's just like just trying to figure it out, and it's so uncomfortable. And it's all improvised. It's <laughs> yeah. me and Gordon Hale, if you remember him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. It, oh, he's cute. Yeah, we definitely felt how awkward it was because it was just. Us, yeah, saying. just improvised and just really them saying their and then own words. David's just standing there. It was so painful. Oh, it was great. It was like really organic. It was super organic. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I can only imagine how you felt. I would have been dying watching two people do that. Oh, I was like, I felt the awkwardness, but I was like loving it. I thought it was so fun to yeah. put you guys through that. Yeah, <laughs> but it's fun. It's fun as a director to put people in those weird, uncomfortable positions. So anytime that you were really uncomfortable. Like, I was feeling it, but I was also, like, enjoying it because it was like, oh, this is so sincere. Like, it's something we can only capture by actually making you super uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. That's a subtle plug to a six-month rule if you want to check that out. Yeah, you guys can check it out. (laughs) I look a lot better now. Just so everybody knows. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Uh, I'd have to compare. I'm not sure. (laughs) I'm not saying you look bad now. I'm just saying, I don't know. Yeah, I I can't imagine, like, what was bad then. Yeah. I don't know. I think I had like a weird bang thing Did going you? on that Ooh. was not working well for me. And that's why I tell girls, don't get ah, the bangs. That's so true. <laughs> that's oh, why I tell her that. I, I tell bangs, every though. girl, like me, know what decision you're getting yourself into right now. They do it all the time. It might not be worth it. The, they the always bangs do will it. not take away the hurt. Yeah, they, they like it for like a week <laughs> yeah. and they wash it and they're like, what the fuck happened to my bangs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it always looks good when your hairdresser does it. And yeah. then... That growing out period. Yeah. Smells. And then you just have to be that person. You have to be a girl with bangs. That's your identity for a little while. That is a look. I love bangs, though. Yeah, I'm when so they look it. good, they I look good. I have mixed feelings about them. You don't <laughs> like- <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's like frame to face. I love bangs and eyebrows. So like that mm. whole forehead area, I'm really into. <laughs> <laughs> I they love just good kiss bang. the forehead. <laughs> Oh my god! No, so, forehead's <laughs> grossing out. Maybe that's why I like bangs. Yeah, <laughs> they cover like, up the forehead. The, oh, that forehead looks good now that it's covered up by some hair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. People have kissed my forehead before, and it makes me want to vomit. I'm it like, feels like father. Like, uh, yeah, I'm like, you're not my fucking grandma. Day. Like, it's so weird. It is weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about cheek? How do you feel about that? I don't know. As soon as he said that, I was like, oh. <laughs> like I had a. F- it depends. <laughs> no. Why? Why? Uh, cheek feels weird too. It why would you very, kiss like, somebody's cheek? Have a good day. Sometimes it feels like a lips. breakup, I guess. Like you're kissing somebody's cheek as your Ooh. way to say bye to somebody. I don't know. It's odd. It's odd. Uh, In bre- what situation? A breakup, the top of the head too. You just feel like a dad. Yeah. <laughs> In what situations would you kiss somebody's cheek? I kiss Madison's cheek all the time. I don't know what the occasion is. I'm just like... The cheek, I feel like Madison's folding laundry. And you're like, all right, baby, have a briefcase. I'm kissing the cheek. Yeah, something quick. Just I to like not be like... We're not getting into like a kissing... I've done like it that. mixed in with other kisses. Like a bunch of kisses, small makeout, out, yeah. cheek on the couch. See, the, his... David's thing, I think, is fine. Your thing is what I was picturing initially, and that bothered me. <laughs> what now? Like, like you're doing a bunch of kisses. There's all different types of variables. Yeah, no, it'll just be like a thing. Kisses. Maybe it'll be a thing where we're like next to each other at a public place... And I don't want to, like, make out with her. So I'll just, like, kiss her on the cheek real quick. Okay, I get that. Okay. I get that. I don't know if I like cheek kissing mixed in with make out. Mm, okay. 
Yeah, as a dude, I feel we're doing giving cheek kisses, but receiving a cheek kiss is like great from a woman. It feels really sincere. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a yeah. cheek kiss, like it doesn't mean too much. No. Or less. It's kind of like, like cuddling. It means what it means. It's like, it's yeah. a cuddling. It's like cuddling. It doesn't have to be like a romantic thing. It could just be like a nice thing that a person does. And it's nice. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, should we get into some questions? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> okay. Well, me. Um, it says, I am 22 years old and live with my fiance who is 24. We Mistake. <laughs> yeah. Wait, were they ages again? 22 and she lives with her fiance who's 24. 24. Gotcha. We recently bought a new home together and have very much enjoyed our freedom out of the care of our parents. I have three sisters that have not always made the best choices when it comes to their futures. I have a mother who is 44 and has a decent job. She has been in a physically slash mentally abusive marriage since I was 12. She is recently asked if she can come live with me. She wants to leave her current husband. She has left him at least a half dozen times before. The extended family does not even talk to her anymore. I'm a very forgiving person and was delighted to help her until she said that she wants to quit her job and just be a mom for a while. Mother also clearly said that two to three month time frame I suggested would not allow enough mom time. She thinks we would really appreciate a long term visit from her and should consider it a blessing instead of a burden. She is also talking about her future husband and she hasn't even divorced this one yet. She doesn't um, She doesn't arrive alone. I have an eight-year-old brother. I love them and wouldn't mind helping out, but the ch- this just doesn't seem right. I also am extremely afraid of what her abusive husband might do if he finds her at my house. This man has gone to jail a few times for beating her up. I am my mom's last hope. She said that if I don't help her, she feels as if she's being forced to stay with her husband. I want her to take care of herself. She is very capable of doing so. My closest friends have told me not to allow her to live with me, including my fiance, but I get all mushy when she starts to cry and I give in. Do you think I should just let her live with me? Am I being selfish? I need help. Listen to your friends. They got the right idea. Don't let her in. No, it's a terrible idea. No, your mom. Wait, so there's a mom, and the mom has an eight-year-old kid. Yeah, which is like the little brother. Yeah. No, dude. There's got to be a better way. But. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, if that mom wants to leave an abusive relationship Mm -hmm. with your little brother, are you really down to make them stay in a situation? Maybe okay. Maybe a temporary thing. But you, it's got to be temporary. You can't, they can't just like hang out there for like a while. Yeah, it's going to go on a long time. And if you're 22 and then your mom has an eight-year-old kid, like mom's already kind of weird. And also the fact that there's so many red flags. If it was just like, oh, yeah, she's great otherwise, but then she's in this abusive relationship and she feels like she can't leave. I can understand trying to help somebody facilitate that, but there's also sh- like shelters and shit for that. So you don't necessarily You're going to make your mom it. go to a shelter? <laughs> in a situation like ruthless. In a situation like this where you're putting yourself in a bad situation and enabling her bad behavior, I feel like that's like, yeah, I feel like it's too much to take on. I think that's a bad idea. I agree, but it's so tricky because it's your mom. It is extremely tricky. I don't know if the I... The trickiest of situations. I don't know if I could say no. Yeah, I'm such a bitch. I'd say, I can't say no to like a lot of people. I'd have to let my mom... And but dude, it's gonna be so bad. Like it already sounds like mom's like a fuck up. But dude, imagine getting to that point. Like you have kids. Yeah. Like getting to a point where your kids can see the flaws in you. Not just like dad won't let me have ice cream. When he's like, no, dad, dad is like bad with money. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're gonna like realize like some yeah, real they're shit gonna about you. Yeah, they're gonna that. Like I got to a point where I realized that shit about like my parents, and I was like, damn. My parents are really young too. Yeah. So my dad's like forty two. My mom was like forty. So I'm at the point now, it could be like, yo, dad, you're fucking up. Yeah. <laughs> and I know from my experience, I'm 27. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't know. Like, I understand the trickiness of the situation, but at the same time, it's like... <sighs> I think we, we get caught up in these whole, like, familiar relationship things, and it's your mom. That's, like, the trickiest of situations that you could possibly put yourself in. But there's all these red flags. You have all these people warning you that it's not a good idea. You're possibly putting yourself in danger by, like she said, like, a ob- abusive uh, husband can come by at any time, and that could be a whole issue right there. Yeah. It's so hard. Yeah, that would scare me for sure because I am terrified that I'm going to meet somebody and that they're going to murder me because I feel like that happens really? a lot. Yeah, yeah statistically. They're going to kiss you in the cheek before they do it. Yeah, especially if you leave somebody, yeah. you know, so that really is a big fear of mine. So I would be afraid to let my mom live with me. But I feel like what they should do is they should allow it, but they should say, Maybe not, because obviously she's saying that's not enough mom time. Yeah. I think that you could say, okay, two to three months of you not having a job, and then you have to start to look for a job. Like, maybe don't kick her out after Mm -hmm. two to three months, but make milestones and timelines for certain things like that, Mm -hmm. where at least, like, I know you're making progress. I can see that, too, but it it feels to me like the mom would be there for, like, a long time. Yeah. It's tricky. Like, one of those things, like, you let someone in and they just, like, never... I I know right now Brittany probably has a really soft uh, spot in her heart for moms right now. Yeah. So try to take yourself out of the situation and just think about it. Soft spot for moms? What does that mean? Oh, because I'm moving out and I feel like my mom is heartbroken. She's feeling oh, you lived with your mom before? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's living with her mom. Oh, well. Has been living there for... Ever. Forever. Since, like, birth? Yeah. Pretty much? Yeah. This is your first house? Yeah. First apartment. How did you have sex? It was just in people's, <laughs> other people's houses. Other people's houses, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. okay. I, had, I had two dogs, and one of them had epilepsy, so he had to have medicine twice a day, and the other one was super mean, so I couldn't really move out with them. So I had to kind of wait for them to die, which sounds terrible. But the other one recently, we just had to put down like a couple months ago. So I was wow. like, all right, now's the time. Like I always said, yeah. but I just feel like it's like really hard for her. That's so sweet. Yeah. I, I honestly have said multiple times, I wish my kids would love me as much as Brittany loves her mom. <laughs> See, great. Because I haven't fucked a relationship with my parents, so I could easily be like, no. <laughs> yeah. Nah. And, that, my, my, nah, uh, and uh, my relationship with my mom has gotten much better, but even still, like, it's so tricky because she's thinking about that all the time. She's trying to figure out what kid she's going to move in with when things go. My mom can oh, live with right. me. But I she don't... knows for sure it's not going to be my house. That's so, so funny. <laughs> I would be so stoked. <laughs> Dude, I'm thinking about that too because our parents are gonna get old. And they're gonna have to like do something. It's tough. I really hope I'm rich enough to like get it, them their own thing. Yeah, it's tough. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess but it's a different situation. And obviously, this mom is not the same as your mom, right? So you know, this my mom would never might... do that to me. <laughs> Put you in that situation? No, she wouldn't. No, I say do it with with the timelines. I can just see it just going way long because his mom sounds like yeah, not very mom like, not uh-huh. very mature. What's the worst that ha- you have to weigh the pros and cons? So if you say no to your mom, she could stay in that relationship and maybe he fucking murders her. Yeah. Or you say yes to your mom and you're really annoyed and it sucks That's true. that your like, mom lives oh, with you. Mom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like that kind of those kinds of relationships would be so tough because like relationships with parents as you get older, they're so complicated and it's not as simple as just being annoyed. Like this is like a thing where it's like. 
it could be constant fighting and constant. I get that, difficulty. but isn't that still better than what? Still the better than them dying. It does, yeah, yes. it is. It does sound kind of petty. But it doesn't but have I don't to want be. My mom in it doesn't have be... to be one or the other. And also, what if he's abusing the little brother? That's fine. Okay, I I agree. Help them to get out of that bad situation. Yeah, I'm not blaming the victims, but it does seem like something you can get out of, like yourself. Right? You just need a house. Right? Yeah, you just need some place to live. Yeah, and just like some money. Yeah, I mean, it does seem like her. Um, well, especially if they're going to be moving in and she doesn't want to be working for a while. That makes things even more. Yeah, she's like, putting contingencies on yeah, her. Yeah. That seems like not the best. I just think you're going to. I think she's going to do it and she might as well just do it. Yeah, she got to do it. She's going to do it. You cannot do it. Yeah. Other than a beautiful <laughs> relationship? You can't be like, no, mom, you got to learn yeah. to duck, dude. <laughs> like, oh, I had it. It just looks like. I know this Especially is, since they're saying that the per, that she keeps going back. Yeah. So then you might make it's this whole thing. It's hard not to go back to an abusive relationship. Deal with the whole thing <laughs> yeah. of your mom living with you again, and then she just goes back again. Well, then cool. You're off the hook. <laughs> yeah. Unless that like, kind of ropes you into the whole drama. Well, that's the other thing, too. I just like, I don't know. I feel weird about like participating in that. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I get worried about, I know this is common, but I never want to have kids. And I'm so worried about what's going to happen to me when I'm old. Right. Or older. Really? Yeah. So you want to have kids just so that you're protected? No, I don't think that's what you're saying. I don't want kids, but what the fuck is going to, who's going to take care of me? I think we'll have robots by then, right? I don't want a robot. Dude, I'm down for a robot. What's wrong with robots? They're, they'll change your shit and they'll bathe you and they'll do all the stuff that a normal person would do. Mm-hmm. Probably better, too. Yeah, without the emotional attachment, they'll cuddle you. <laughs> without the Ooh, emotional attachment. Are you like a warm robot? <laughs> boob soft boob, robot. Boob soft. <laughs> yeah, I, need, I need skin on my robot. I don't know. It's a big concern of mine. What is like a, like a Baymax from Big Hero 6 and it's just like a big soft... I've never seen that. Okay. Well. Me either, but... I know what you're referring to. the big white to. guy. Yeah, yeah, the big white guy. Yeah. He's soft like a pillow. He is, he's soft? Mm-hmm. This changes Is he boob soft? <laughs> I would think so. He <laughs> looks boob so. soft. He, he does look boob soft. <laughs> you're right. That would be a different situation. He'd take care of you and, you know, do all the stuff medically that you need to get done. And then... Mm-hmm. Well, Dude, I, guess... I think about that. Because I think about my dad getting old. My dad's really young. So yeah. we're going to be kind of old at the same together. age. That's good. Yeah, you guys can be old. in a home together. He's yeah. sick. We're both old, dude. <laughs> 15 years apart. <laughs> oh, my God. That is very close in age. Yeah. Well, he's 18 years apart. Me and my mom are 15 years apart. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Even that's super close. That would be very interesting to be that close in age to your parents. Yeah. Just like the same shit. Yeah, they're almost like your peer. That's so They are my peers. As they get older, that really does become the case. It really is. Like, I'm 27. I'm going to turn 30. Like... Yeah, I'm. Th- I'm gonna be in my 30s. My dad's gonna be in his 40s. <laughs> like, I was thinking about this the other day. That's so so I'm 27. I could date someone who's 35, and it wouldn't be like too weird. Yeah. And my dad's 42. He could date someone who's 35, and it wouldn't be that weird. No. Yeah. You can date the same person. You, you can date somebody that's 28, pool. and it wouldn't be that. weird. It wouldn't be weird. <laughs> no, like not at all. <laughs> We're right in between. He could date one of your peers, so that'd be like. Like, totally that cool. weird. Like, in high school, too, all my yeah. friends I had, had a crush on him. He could date them now. It wouldn't be, like, oh that weird. Oh, my God. That's like, so Like, yeah, he's a little older. <laughs> not that much older. I remember you having, like, a cool dad, right? Yeah, but he's really cool. Yeah. He has, like, tattoos and shit. Yeah. He's a cool guy. Yeah. Oh, Did your man. friends want to fuck your mom? Because they could totally do that. No, I lived with my dad when I was, like, in high school and middle school, so. 
<laughs> wanted to fuck my mom. My mom's not as hot as my dad. Ew. She was back in the day. Not yeah. as hot anymore. Raul would probably try and fuck her still, though. Yeah. Oh, I heard he likes older girls. Dude, oh, yeah, yeah, we were at the... I shouldn't say. We were somewhere. <laughs> and an old lady like came up to him. I was like, who's that? He's like, oh, we hooked up a few times. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, okay. Yeah. Oh, Raul's wow. reputation is... Uh, yep. It's his wow. thing. <laughs> All right. Here's my question. <clears throat> Uh, I have been asked to be a bridesmaid by a long time and very dear friend. This woman is a sister I never had and we're closer to each other than we are to many of our own family members. I happily said yes without realizing that her taste and budget far, far exceed mine. She is marrying into a great deal of money and she's having a huge expensive wedding. That's fine. The problem is that the dresses she selected for her bridesmaids start at $7,000. That's right. (laughs) $7,000 is the price of the cheapest of her choices and that does not include alterations, shoes, jewelry, hair, makeup, etc. The dress that she favors comes in at $15,000 before alterations. She did not give us any kind of warning that the dresses she's considering are so expensive. I'm working, but spending $7,000 plus on a dress that we will wear for less than one day, not even, and then never wear again uh, is an exp- expense I cannot justify. And if she opts for her favorite at $15,000 before alterations, that's weird. There's an ellipse right there. <laughs> <laughs> I might have copy-pasted this wrong. I know that being a member of a wedding party is expensive. Uh, when she announced her engagement... Um, when she announced her engagement and when, we, when she asked me to be a bridesmaid, I immediately started trying to save, but I didn't think that being part of her wedding would be this expensive. I am also hurt that she didn't give me a heads up, uh, but waited until we were at a salon and looking at her choices. I pulled her aside and told her that I would have to back out of being a bridesmaid, and I told her why. Uh, I told her that I would be happy to participate in any other way, and if that wasn't possible, then I would be content to be a guest. She is very, very upset with me and told me that I couldn't back out. The wedding is still a year from now, so I would think there is time for <laughs> her up. to... Yeah, well, no, time for her to ask someone else to be a bridesmaid. Since then, I've called her and emailed her, and she hasn't responded. I finally wrote her a long letter explaining that I value her as a person and our friendship and that I very much wanted to be a part of the wedding, but that I unfortunately cannot... Uh, for a $15,000 dress, and even $7,000 dress is completely out of my budget. I have a job, but after rent, insurance, loans, and other expenses, I sometimes have to skip meals in order to save even a little for emergencies. This thing... uh, uh, the thing is, she grew up like me, working class, poor, and didn't have very much. Her fiancé is a great guy, and I'm truly happy for her, but I'm hurt that she did not ask me what I could afford to spend on a bridesmaid's dress, shoes, and accessories. I have enough debt as it is, and I can't uh, and won't spend uh, $20,000 just on the bridesmaid's accoutrements. I'd have to borrow to do it. Um, but now she's mad at me and sent me a letter in return telling me how hurt she is that I backed out. Uh, that I obviously don't value her or our long friendship because if I did, I would be there for her wedding. She said that none of the other bridesmaids nor the maid of honor backed out. The maid of honor is her sister. Other bridesmaids are her fiancé's sisters and fiancé's family uh, is paying for the dresses, etc. So that tells me that I don't care about her. She said that I don't deserve her and that she is never talking to me again. Have you ever heard of anything like this? Our brides... Uh, now so unreasonable that they don't take their bridesmaids' budgets into account when selecting dresses. Should I have told her my limits regarding the cost of the dress? Should I... She oh sorry. She also told me that I am not welcome at her wedding. I am mourning the Ooh. end of a 15-plus year friendship and it hurt and bewildered. Dude, okay. Most of the people that I've been friends with I've been friends with for well over a decade. And if any of my friends did this, I could give a shit about being their friend anymore. Yeah. I would, like, goodbye. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Yeah. 
Yeah. She's a terrible friend. That's a bad friend. Even if you make $100,000 a year, which is a lot, 7, 15% of your income for a dress? No. And that's no. just no. the tip of the iceberg of the money that you spend being in somebody's wedding. Yeah. It's expensive. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of fucked up that you ask people to be a part of your wedding and then they have to spend so much money to be able to participate. I mean, that kind of, that whole thing seems really fucked up already. So yeah. I feel like yeah, there's got to be better friend. ways to do weddings and that you would do that. You would like just cut somebody of your life for not wanting to like pay a bunch of money for a dress if they can't afford it. Yeah. yeah. It's a shitty friend. It's so weird too because she said they grew up the same way. I was picturing a person who had no concept of money. Mm-hmm. Um that's so odd to me that they wouldn't yeah. understand that somebody just like literally cannot do it doesn't even sound like she's choosing not to want to spend that she cannot afford that mm-hmm. yeah skips meals sometimes to be able to save up money <laughs> dude fuck that yeah that's the kind of person you don't want in your life mm-hmm. someone who's mad at you for not spending fifteen thousand dollars on a dress yeah no i wouldn't off. even want to be friends Done. with somebody who picked a fifteen thousand dollar dress even if she's yeah. like i'll pay for it I'm yeah like, if i knew you unrelated you spend fifteen thousand dollars on yeah. one suit i'd be pissed if i want to be if i'm gonna be in a wedding and weddings are cool but the cool thing about it is that you don't have to do anything you can just show up and get drunk and cry that's Ooh, the best that's like just <laughs> wet, like that's what makes weddings good if you have to fucking spend a ton of money just to be like standing in line with everybody and taking pictures not yeah. worth it <clears throat> i've been a maid of honor before did you have to pay a ton of money for a dress i don't remember how much it was it wasn't a ton of money because she was super cool about it because we all went together and then she we all picked yeah. the same color but whatever dress we felt like looked best on us yeah and it was not super expensive i mean mm-hmm. at the time i was like Oh, I'm spending money. And not like, I remember thinking it, oh gosh, I don't know. Do you have that? It like, does cost money to be yeah. in somebody's wedding. Yeah. It wasn't like crazy expensive and I didn't resent it or anything like that. But if you agree to be in somebody's wedding and it's going to cost you a little bit of money. But she was totally reasonable about everything and would never make anybody spend more money than they could afford to spend. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess also it's like if you want them to be in your thing so badly, like why are you going to like make it more difficult for them to be a part of it? Yeah. I don't know. That's exactly. Kind of strange. Yeah. Do you have that thing where like some girls like have pictured their wedding day for like a long time? Do you want to be married? Um, no, I never really thought about it. Yeah. So because you know you hear people like I had the yeah, yeah. perfect wedding. Yeah. There's no such thing. <laughs> exactly. That's my <laughs> thing. Like I don't want to put that pressure on my wedding. To me, all the shit that fucks it up will make it more beautiful. It's like, all, yeah, that the, thing, pre- that the pressure of it being good is what makes it so bad sometimes. Yeah, I don't have that in my head to make anything perfect except for like. A really good show, maybe, but like maybe a wedding. I don't see it being to me the perfect part is like spending the life together, picking someone. That shit's harder than the wedding, dude. Finding yeah. someone you like, like enough. That's stressful enough. I'm more worried about the the contract of like forever the same woman. Yeah. Than the little like the show of the wedding. Yeah. I never really cared about getting married, but if I did get mm. married, I, I want it to be nice. I don't want like a like a ghetto ass wedding because yeah. I've seen those and those are like not cute at all. Yeah, but I really don't care. I want the food to be good. I know that at least. Yeah, that's what I would care about the most. I spend the most money open on the food. bar too. You got to have it. Yeah, of course. Got to have an open bar. Open Why bar, even have a wedding? Good food. Why are you gonna tell a bunch of people to come sober to your party? I could, never, could you imagine if I had a wedding that was not open bar? People would laugh in my face. <laughs> Dude, open bar weddings are so. So great. <laughs> They're the best. Yeah. So great. Yeah. I don't for know. Sure. Yeah. I have some friends that are thinking about getting a venue for their wedding that's like no alcohol. And I'm like, no. What, what, are, what, are, what are you doing? What is that? That's Just, so bad. My sister, I went to a wedding last year. My sister got married. She's really young. She's like 22. 
But they just did it in Balboa Park. They could rent like a little space, and I thought it was really cute. Then we yeah, went to like cute. some little thing afterwards. Yeah, and have a little party. That was great. Yeah, because like it's really yeah. about the people that you're with. Yeah, exactly. Like it was meeting her family or the dude's family that were from the East Coast, and that was just like really fun. Mm-hmm. Also, this yeah. person has so much money, and they're like, they think seven thousand dollars. Yeah, dude, bitch, buy, my, buy my dress yeah, <laughs> if you want me to dress, be there. Buy the dress if it's like so simple. Like if you think seven thousand dollars just like a flippant thing yeah. that anybody can just afford, then just fucking pay for the dress, and then it's all. What's the cutoff? Like a thousand. That's even I a lot. I don't know. That's still asking a lot. I would. Yeah. I wouldn't. No, I couldn't. But five hundred, <laughs> you're pushing it. Five hundred. I'm like, all right, no, you'll be there. I, yeah, I'm, I'm fucking love you. Like, like dude, I'm guilting you the whole time. Okay, I guess I'll start saving right now. But yeah, I'm not gonna be happy about it. Yeah. If I had taste that was super expensive, I would fully expect to help people pay for stuff if they couldn't afford mm. to for my wedding. Yeah, you're just gonna cut off a friend for shit like that. Yeah. I think this is what we. Me and Brittany say this on the podcast a lot, but there's no shortage of friends. Yeah. That uh, is so fucking true. That's funny. <laughs> you can meet people, like, you're not going to find someone else, you find someone else. Yeah, you'll find a new friend. <laughs> you'll yeah. find a new friend pretty easy. Easier than finding, like, a soulmate. A friend, like, you can, like, cut off. Yeah, friends are easy. Friends are yeah. easy. All right, should we do one more? Or I know you had a time. Let's do one more, yeah. Okay. Yeah. How are we doing? What time do you got out of here? Oh, shit. You got to be loose. gone. I'll be fine. Uh, the club's really close by. Right, right. That's true. So. Okay, let's do one more then. <clears throat> okay. Um, my husband and I married after an extremely brief courtship and I became pregnant the first week we were married. He was the most loving gentleman ever. Two months after we married, we went to his home country for a month. He stayed an additional month before returning. Upon his return, he has been controlling, dominating, and lost his trust in me. He has gone through all my personal letters and photos and has Mm. come up with some wild accusations. He has decided that I must cut off contact with friends that I have had for years. He also has decided that I can no longer contact my brother, my uncle and even wants to get rid of my dog what is most painful Mm -hmm. is that he has opened up some old wounds from my childhood he wanted to know about my first sexual experiences which were from abuse he has turned this information against me and blames me for what happened in my past he has also threatened me with violence but so far it has only escalated to pinning me down and restraining me if I try to leave he is a lot younger than me has had much violence and abuse in his life and says the only person he trusts is me when I try to end it it's too much and we can't do it we do love each other a lot I'm due soon and I don't think or I don't want my baby to think that it is all right for men to treat women like this I really love him and want things to work out please knock some sense into me yeah this is a bad situation we were talking about people getting murdered by their partners yeah Yeah, this is how it starts (laughs) this is how it always starts what do you think the turn was with him going to his home country for a month and then coming back and being completely different it could be that like being away like rose up some insecurities that made him maybe possibly made him feel like she might have been cheating while he was away I think he cheated on her that could be it too definitely because a lot of times when cheaters do stuff they start to get more suspicious of their partner so I've seen that happen a ton Uh of times I don't want to be racist but where is he from because that could be part of the thing you know what I mean like so, yeah. yeah. Some countries yeah. a little Some, different. Mm-hmm. I was thinking that. Some too. countries like don't have like the healthiest relationship about, yeah. or like you know views about women sometimes. So that could be another thing too. I definitely see. He that. could have That's a bunch of people like feeding in this insecurity wherever he's coming from. So that could be another issue. Mm-hmm. So what's your advice? She's about to give birth to his baby, guys. You gotta uh, get out of there. God, dude, you gotta, yeah, get, you out gotta get out of there. But she loves him so much. But but they all do. You yeah, always they all do. do. And he's <laughs> only he's only pinned her down. <laughs> That's how it starts. There's already so it's many red so flags. Bad. This is terrible. You gotta. Yeah, you gotta it only gets worse too. A child's gonna make it worse. Yeah, too. just you gotta like fights over that. Cut it. Cut it. Cut it off right now while it's still not too late. And it's it's a bad situation. You don't want to get. It's a bad situation. This is like a story. Yeah, that do it before heard. the kid has memories. You have yeah. until like age three, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> get the memories. Do it now. There's so many stories like this. You just can't, you can't be the, yeah, you got, you got to get out of there. I wonder how brief 
a brief courtship is because she said they had a brief courtship and then they got married. I mean, oh, brief yeah. enough that I don't think she realizes like true character because I feel like some of this stuff might have come out a Dude, little bit. That sooner. baffles me. I, I see the appeal. Like I get infatuated with the people when I start dating. I'm like, I'm gonna tell her I love her yeah. <laughs> like right away. But I would never <laughs> just like marry someone. Like, I have so much, like, no, dude, you got to do, like, a year dating, a year living together, and then maybe, like... That's a great timetable. You know what I mean? Like, at yeah. least, at least a whole year. A one whole, year date, seasons, one year live together, one year engaged, and then get married. But sometimes when you know, you just know. No, you don't know. <laughs> no one knows. You hear one, every, every, like, six months, you're like, well, we met, we dated, like, a week, and we got married, but yeah. most people, nah. nah. How long did you and Madison date? We dated... A year, we moved in together for a year. Yeah, <laughs> got engaged, got married, and had kids. Like it's all like literally. I think like that. Like a year. That's good. A year. Wait, you a got year. married before you had kids. Yes. No way. Yeah. Okay. It was a choice. Yeah, we were. We it was were, a choice. Yeah, we were married. I think for like a year before before we had a kid. Yeah. Okay, that's great. Yeah, yeah. So when I met you, you. I mean, Madison like just got pregnant, or she was pregnant. She was pregnant already when I started yeah. comedy. Okay. Yeah. I. Not to assume, but I assume that like it kind of went the other way. Mm-mm, just because no, we're you, already married. Just because you guys were really young. Yeah, we were very young. Yeah, yeah. We weren't gonna. Yeah, it's compl- it's a whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I don't know if I told that story, but yeah, yeah, yeah it's it fine. A, it's a whole thing. Yeah, but okay. So we yeah that was a thing. Yeah, dude, that's one thing I always try to tell people. Like, dude, wait, wait. I had a friend last year. You, you know him. Okay. Yeah, he doesn't listen, but he met a girl. We were at the same bar. I was there when he met her. Yeah. They did it for three weeks. Like, oh, we're going to move in together. I was like, don't do this. Yeah. This is what? a bad idea. He would tell it on stage. He's like, is this a bad idea? I'm moving with my girlfriend. He's like, yes, it's a bad idea. Dated for three months. It was so bad. I get calls 2 a.m. Oh, my God. She's crazy. Like, yeah. Oh. We know. You knew. Everyone knew. Like, this is not a surprise. Yeah. And some people just, I don't know. I feel like three weeks wouldn't even be long enough for me to say I was dating somebody. Yeah, that's kinda... Three weeks, that's what they're like thinking about moving in. And then like it happened like about the three-month mark, which Oof. is still too fast. Funny, they didn't even make it to six months. Too fast. And then three months <laughs> is when the shit starts going out, when you can't pretend anymore. Yeah. Like, no, oh, actually, sure. I fucking put yeah. my shoes in the dishwasher. Sorry. It's yeah. like, what I do? <sighs> that's rough. Yeah. <laughs> so it, that relationship is over now. But <laughs> Are they still living together, though? No, not at all. Even back home. Okay. They're oh, so bad. That's nice. Well, he's probably better off with his family. They have money. Way better. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Cool. All right. Well, that's going to be the end of this episode. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. And uh, Dante, do you have anything you want to plug? Mm. Follow me on Instagram at Don Tizzle. I'm doing all my shows on there. Yeah. And I'm doing like a style vlog now. Oh, that's nice. Really? Yeah. Nice. I do a style vlog where I make fun of my outfits. Because like comedians are. Thank you. Thank you. You kind of got to be defensive in this business, you know? Mm-hmm. If you're trying to go out, some, kind of, some comic is like, you look like this. So now I just kind of embrace that and then yeah. use it to just I love do. It. Yeah. But I, I like shopping style. and I like doing comedy. So Hell I just yeah. mix those things together. Mm, very nice. And I've done that. Yeah. So do that. Um, we should have asked you some more oh. fashion advice. Yeah. Yeah. Fashion tips. Yeah. My fashion's weird, though. I like doing weird shit. That's, yeah, what, that's where that, the jokes come in. Because right I kind of like, <laughs> I kind of go too far sometimes. Yeah. But I'm throwing a really cool house show at my friend's house in North Park. It's at a secret location. It's only secret because it's her house. Mm-hmm. And I don't give the address out too soon. That is April 27th, 7 p.m. Doors show at 8 p.m. Yeah. Uh, message me on Instagram or Facebook. That's going to be a great show. Who else is on the show? I have not booked a lineup yet. Oh, but cool. it is me. I have half the guys. Me, my roommate Tatiana Swiklinski, and also my roommate Alec Parent. Nice. So that's it's us three oh, so yeah. far. David hasn't done comedy in a month. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a month for now. Yeah, let's dust it off on my big show. <laughs> just off the web. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay, yeah. cool. Well, yeah. Thanks for uh, doing the podcast. Um, 
for us, I guess, if you, we said check out the six-month rule. Don't ever plug that on here, but definitely check that out. Yeah. And, uh, and if you want to ask us some advice, you can email us at unsolicitedadvicepodcast1 at gmail.com. Uh, am I forgetting anything? No. All right. Well, thank you for listening. And oh, don't overdo anything. See the sun rising off the sugar tide lane Would you ride in if I wasn't driving?